The title of my message today is Why Faith? Why? Why Faith? One of the reasons is because men are in darkness. The world is in darkness. And the word is light. It is only the word that is light. Any other thing is darkness. It is only the word. It's only the word. And it is the word that makes manifest. The Bible says it is light that makes manifest. It is light that makes manifest. In the beginning was the Word. The Word was with God. The Word was God. The same was in the beginning with God. Now I've moved to John chapter 1. In the beginning was the Word. The Word was with God. The Word was God. The same was in the beginning with God. All things were made by Him. And without Him was not anything made that was made. In Him was light. And the life was the light of men. In Him, in the Word was life. And that life... In the word was Zoe, and that Zoe was the light by which men drive, by which men run. In the word was Zoe, and the Zoe is in the, in the new creation now. Hallelujah. Romans 10, 17 says, So then faith come by hearing, and hearing by the Zoe, I mean by, by the, by the Rema. So then faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word. So then faith comes by, the, by hearing and hearing by the word. So, why faith? Why faith? Because man, the natural man does not live by bread, food alone. But by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. Deuteronomy chapter 8 verse 3. That one don't project. Put Luke 4, Luke chapter 4, verse 3 and 4. Because Jesus quoted, he said the same. He spoke the same to Satan. And the rapture said that he has said, so that we may boldly say. Jesus did that exactly that. He boldly said to Satan, man shall not live. Natural man shall not live by bread alone. Look at that. And the devil said unto him, If thou be the Son of God, command this stone that it be made bread. Do you know what Satan was saying? Make yourself bread. First Peter chapter 2, if you read down there, the, the same word, this same word, stone, is a Greek word, litos. Which is the, the, the Greek word that is referring to the living stone described by Peter in First Peter chapter 2. In other words, Satan was not talking about a natural stone in the hand of Jesus. I know Jesus feel him deceive you. See him holding a stone in his hand. But, but that's really not what, the, what happened. You see, when you study scripture, the Holy Ghost will show you what is not. What is not that exists? Or what is not that has happened? Okay? Because he was telling Jesus, made yourselves bread. And Jesus had to respond to him and say, I am not an ordinary man. This house you see may be made of bread, but there is a content that is stone that cannot change into bread. You don't take bread for building. Bread is for eating, but stones are for building. We have become that lively stone. By which Christ is building his spiritual house. So don't allow Satan to make you make yourself bread. As long as you are sense rule, you have made yourself bread. You are saying my life is only centered on how I feel, I taste, I see. 
I smell. You saying my life is all about the five senses, but faith is without the five senses. Faith is the divine senses. Number one, why faith? Because man. does not live by bread alone. But by every word that comes from the mouth of God. And if faith comes by hearing and hearing the word of God. So God in other words was telling Jesus in the Old Testament was telling those Old Testament believers that it is faith that the man needs to live. In Luke chapter 4. You know Luke chapter 4 is a whole testament part of the New Testament books. So, Christ was telling the, those congregation that you require faith to live. You require faith to live. You require faith to live. Glory to Jesus. There is a version that brought, 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 I think it is Deuteronomy 8, uh, verse 3. There is a version that brought it very strong. Is it Deuteronomy? It was not Deuteronomy. It was Luke chapter 4, verse 4. Luke chapter 4, verse 4. I think it was NLT. Was that NLT? Mm, not NLT. Well, he said, and he humbled you and let you anger and fed you with manna. NLT, not ESV. And I think it is. Can you go to Luke chapter four, please? Verse three and four. Verse three and four. Oh dear. Luke chapter four, verse three. And the devil said unto him Then the devil said unto him If you are, you are the son of God Change this stone into a loaf of bread Next But Jesus told him No, the scripture says People do not live by bread Alone People do not live by bread alone. So you need the word to live the life that God has ordained for you to live. Second point, why faith? Second point, why faith? Because the scripture says the just shall live by faith. The life of the just is faith. The life of the just is faith. Hebrew chapter 10, verse 37, 38, and 39. Remember. Okay, let's start with Abaku. Start with Abaku. Hola Bakata. Put NLT. Abaku. Paligedo Basta. He said, For the vision is yet for an appointed time, but the end it shall speak. But at the end it shall speak. But at the end it shall speak. And not lie. Though it tarry, wait for it. Because it will surely come. It will not tarry. Now, we prayed against the spirit of delay. Let me categorically put it clear. There is a big difference between delay and patience. I said it, but let me say it again. When you are delayed, it means you are outside time. Patience is required within the time acceptable. So according to God's calendar, you are delayed if you are past the time that God has determined for you to get what you are supposed to get within that time. 
But that is not the same with patience. Because the scripture exhorts us to be patient. Patience is when you are waiting for the acceptable manifestation within God's timing. The moment you are outside God's timing, it is no longer patient, it is delayed. So, it is you who can discern, am I being delayed or I, God is, 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 is making me to go through. Oh, hallelujah. God is taking me through patience. <laughs> because some of you, you are very impatient and God will train your patience. Oh, hallelujah. You eat too fast. You drink too fast. Everything you are too fast. You do your work too fast and you make many funny mistakes. So God will teach you patience. That is different from delay. When you are being delayed, it means you are past God's time. You are, you are on your own. God has left and you are still there. So the only way you catch up is to destroy the spirit of passion and fly on the wing of the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. So when God is talking about the vision is going to tarry, He is not talking about, he's not talking about delay. That's why this statement is very dangerous. It is a faith destroying statement. Delay is not denial. So they are trying to say that God is the one delayed in the answer. He does not do that. He doesn't do that. They tell you delay is not denial. That is the comfort to the lazy bomb. They are trying to comfort you in your discomfort. <laughs> Glory to Jesus. Can you accept to be comforted in your discomfort? Delay is not denial. It sounds very sanctimonious. But it's not correct. It's not correct. Just imagine your daughter won't break from you. And you're saying, delay is not denial. First sit there. I'm not giving you. I think God is not at your level. And if you cannot do that, how much more the Father? But there is a difference between if your daughter come and ask at the age of 12 a car key and say, I want to drive. You won't give her the car key. Why? Patience. Why patience? She is not yet mature enough to drive. And it's against the law for her to drive. Are you seeing that? So when you are not married, you are not supposed to have sex. Patience. Because you are not mature enough to have Does it mean it is, the thing is bad? No. Oh, we are all mature here. Don't put your head down like this. We are in church. But the day you mature, eh, that's why the Bible says, for this cause, a man, not a boy, a man, the grown-up one, shall leave his father and mother, and he shall be joined with his wife, and the two shall become one. Now, he has past patience. He can now drive. Are you still here? So, vision tearing. Don't give up on the way. Don't say, Pastor told us the spirit of delay. We prayed. Nothing is happening. No. They are different. You must be able to pick signal from your spirit to know. Is it a delay or it is passion that is required of me? In this 2021, it is necessary for you to produce to the fullest. Let me tell you, be so fruitful and productive in this year 2021. Yeah. Glory to Jesus. As you move by the Spirit of God, you just keep moving. You just keep growing stronger from strength to strength, from glory to glory. It is the will of God for you. You move from strength to strength. You've been healthy in January, but as you cross to Feb, your strength has increased. Oh, hallelujah. Why? Because your, your grace has increased over your life. Guys, don't, don't, don't get into faith with the same level of grace. You can multiply grace upon your life. Amen. And the scripture shows us how. Say so grace and peace be multiplied through knowledge. So you can multiply grace upon your life. 
If you're a student, you've been performing. You have second class upper. You can multiply that grace and get to first class. If you still have three semesters. Don't say, ah, no, nah, I don't know. No, you can multiply that grace through knowledge of the paper. The knowledge of what is being taught. Multiply the grace. But let me tell you, as you multiply the grace of the word of God, as you multiply the knowledge of God's word upon your life, the other area will fall into their right places. Why? Because that brings us to the third reason. Did, did, did we expand? No, I'm not finished this, the, the second one. Why faith? Because we are the righteous. And our light is faith. We don't try to exercise faith when things are not working out. No. We live out. That is our life. Faith is our lifestyle. Faith is our behavior. Faith is our character. Faith is our manner of living. Hallelujah. It's not something we try to do when things are not going on well. When sickness has encroached on your body. When money is not in your pocket. No. It is a lifestyle. It is part of, if you are to describe the life of a man. So every single Christian must be described with faith. Because that, that, that's our life. The Bible says the just shall live by faith. The next verse, verse 4. This is Habakkuk in the Old Testament. Amazingly, faith did not start with the death, burial and resurrection of Christ. It didn't start with death, burial and resurrection of Christ. Faith started in the beginning. That's why when you read Hebrews chapter 11, they make reference to Moses. They make reference to Abraham. They make reference to Noah. They make reference faith does not know covenant. Faith does not respect the dispensation you're living in. That is why faith is a universal currency. It abides anywhere, anytime. Kado satita. Verse 2 said, Behold, see, is soul. Can you put NLT there? I think that is the verse. Was it NLT? Aha. Aha. Say, look at the proud. They trust in themselves. <laughs> that line is so loaded. He said, look at the proud. They trust in themselves. Please don't trust yourself this year. Trust God's word. And it's very easy to examine yourself to find out whether you are trusting yourself or you are trusting God. It's very simple. When there is an affliction in your body, what is the first thing that comes in your mind? Hospital. It means you trust in yourself. Am I saying there is something wrong with the hospital? Absolutely no. You are a salary honor. And uh, salary is delayed. Then you go to this man, to DFCU, to get a loan. Look at the proud. Look at the proud. They trust in themselves. Because, I mean, what takes you to the bank to borrow? The scriptures say you lend to nation and you not borrow from any. And the nation they are talking about is not Iraq, Iran, America. They are talking about the people. Because the nation come out of a personality. Like Israel was from a man. Joseph, I mean, uh, Jacob. From a man. So when he said you will learn to nation and borrow from none, he meant it. Jesus was not suggesting it. He meant it. Please. Disease from going your own direction. You recall Psalms 119 verse 59? He said, I thought on my ways and I turned my feet unto his testimony. I turned my feet unto your testimony. Think about your ways. Think about how you live in 2020. Think about the borrowing you borrowed. Apologize to the Holy Spirit. Say, I will trust you this year, 2021. Because His word is dependable. His word is dependable. His word is dependable. And let me tell you, there is nothing like there is a conducive time to start walking by faith. 
Now is the conducive time. Because there will never be any comfortable time to walk in faith. You better begin it now. Challenge that situation now. If it does not work, do it again. Feed on God's word. Fire up your spirit and step out. Some of you criticize Peter for walking on water and say he drowned. Do you know that it took courage for Peter out of the twelve he is the one who jumped out. The rest were saying ha. <laughs> and then now they were criticizing Peter. Look at that man. He said he's a man of faith. He was drowning. But at least, do you know why Jesus picked Peter and gave him the key? He said you will be the leader. Why? Because Peter dared to believe. It's only those who dare to believe that will lead. I said it's only those who dare to believe that will lead. Whether in business, in marriage, in academic, you must dare. You must dare. If you want, don't want to dare to believe, you will be sick in the body. If every time you are thinking of hospital, yes, hospital will become your physician. Hospital will become your goal. And yet there is a, a much better way. Why don't you reduce spending in this year 2020? And bring more offering to church? No. Reduce the spending. Not every time you should run to the hospital. Where is faith? He said, look at the proud. They trust in themselves. And their, life, and their lives are crooked. Or crooked. In other words, according to God, there are very many crooked Christians. Crooks. Who cut corners. The word says you will not borrow. Then they cut corners and go to the bank. But in the eyes of the world, they look presentable. They look honorable. But the scripture is describing you as a crook and proud. Now, some of you think a proud man, a proud person is the one who walks like this. And No, 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 no. A proud man is the one who disregards the word and goes his own way. The Bible says he resists the proud. He gives more grace to the humble. He resists the proud. He resists the proud. Now, if you don't know the definition of the proud, the scripture is highlighting you. Look at it up there. It's not, I'm not the one who wrote it. Neither did I interpret it. It's up there. It's up there. Now, after he has described the life of a proud man, he comes to the last part. He said, but, this year need to know where you put your butt. He said, look at the proud. They trust in themselves. And their lives are crooked. But the just, but the just, will live by their faithfulness to God. Now that is, that, that translation watered down that part. You see, the, the, the King James says, put King James, put King James, same chapter verse. He said, the just, but the just shall live by faith. Behold, his soul, which is lifted up, is not upright in himself. But the just shall live by his faith. But the just shall live by his faith. But the just shall live by his faith. Now let's go to New Testament. Hebrews chapter 10 from verse 37. Why faith? Because we are the just. We are the, glow, the, the, the acquitted one. We are the righteous one. The one that has been declared righteous. Okay, let's go. For yet a little while. And he who is coming will come and will not tarry. Tarry it. Now the just shall live by faith. Now the just shall live by faith. Now the just shall live by faith. But if anyone draws back, my soul has no pleasure in him. Can you put Amplified in that verse? <laughs> Amplified says something powerful there. Uh-huh. I'll read on it that part. He said, and if he draws back and shrinks in fear. Do you know why you go to the bank to borrow fear? And yet you've taken yourself into more bondage. Because the borrower is subject to the lender. What has prompted you to go to borrow? Fear 
Fear of not being able to pay rent. Fear of not paying tuition fee. Fear of not purchasing or paying, fulfilling your pledge or paying something. Fear of not eating. And yet the scripture says in Mark chapter, I mean in Matthew chapter 6 that you should not worry what to eat or what to put on because your father who is in heaven is busy worrying for you. If, he, if, he, if I told you he worries, he doesn't worry. He owned the entire universe in his hand. He said he's busy thinking for you. He's the architect of your destiny. He's the architect of your future. God Almighty, the honor of the world. You know, God has the copyright of this, this earth. Nobody has a copyright of this earth. It is God. He knows where the gold are. He knows where the silver are. He knows where the, all the powerful resources are. That's why when we pray for destiny helpers to manifest speedily, it is God who will talk to them and tell them, hey, there is a gentleman called Geoffrey. You need to locate him in Kampala City. I don't know about you, but for me, I have faith that this year, oh my God, Malaki Barat. He said, if he draws back and shrinks in fear, my soul has no delight or pleasure in him. Look at that. The judge shall live by faith. Galatians chapter 3 verse 11. So don't live by your ability to work and earn salary. Don't destroy yourself by, by getting 10 jobs. Say, so I'll work this for 5 hours. I'll go and work this. Then I'll have a night shift in the night. Now you cannot sleep. Yet God gave you good sleep to enjoy. Not oversleeping, good sleep. There is a difference between good sleep and oversleeping. Some of you oversleep and that is divine suicide. Now it is evident. Can you put King James or NLT? King James. New King James. Put New King James. But that, but that no man is justified by the law in the sight of God. It's evident. He said this is evident that no man is justified by the law in the sight of God. So what is going to happen to the seven days Adventists? If they do not accept Jesus as Lord and Savior, you know what will happen. Because the Bible says it is evident. There is nobody that can be declared righteous in the sight of God. It is evident. The next time someone tells you, you know, we must keep the Ten Commandments, take him here. The Bible says it's very evident. And you know when there is evidence, you cannot deny it. It means there is a proof. That no man can be justified in the sight of God. Okay, in the sight of man, you'll be justified. Can I tell you something? Can I tell you something this year? Be careful to know in whose sight you are trying to be justified. Because some of you want to appear religiously or you want to be, appear good in the sight of man. And yet you are contradicting you are standing with God. It's very easy to appear nice to man when you are contradicting the word of God. You see, it is evident that no man can be justified by the law in the sight of God. For the just shall live by faith. The just shall live by faith. I think those are enough witness for you to know that the life that you have been handed over to must be lived in and by faith. So that's the reason you need to understand faith. That's the reason you need... You know, when they say... I remember yesterday I was having a chat with my people at home and were discussing something uh, about some uh, some uh, tomatoes, okay? and so I told them I know tomatoes more than all of you, because I did advanced agriculture. It's not just agriculture; the principle and practice of agriculture. So I know the principle and the practice. For you, do you know it? You just know how to buy the tomato. And cut it and fry it and 
But me, I know the principle and the practice. So you need to know the principle and the practice of faith. You need to know the principle and the practice of faith. This is why we must learn faith. The next time, don't try to bypass a book written on faith. You are running on financial prosperity. But you know, whole thing goes back to here. It goes back to faith. There is no way you will be financially robust without faith. Because every giving without faith is not accepted in heaven. Two boys, Adam's boys, the first two boys on earth, born of a woman. Leave alone the man who was created by God, but he didn't have a mother or father. Do you know there is only one man that never had a mother or father? Adam. But Eve had a father. She didn't have a mother. And the father of Eve was called Adam. Now, Cain and Abel had a mother and a father. Now, these two boys, one time they went to, to offer. One came like this city boys. Carrying some, some maize corn and And he put his altar, put it there, he lit fire, and he went and he was sitting there and said, and, and watching how the thing burned. The Bible says God rejected his offer. Another one came. He had reverence for God. The Bible says he picked the best, the fattest and the best from his animal. In fact, that is where the old doctrine of fast fruit started from, from Abel. The giving, fast fruit giving, is the act of faith. Can, just, can, can you think about it? How can you give your entire man's salary? Isn't that faith? It's a contradict senses. It's an act of faith. The man came, organized the altar. He had reverence for God. That's why he picked the best, the first and the best. Put it on the altar. He lit fire, and the Bible says God had. Can can maybe we first run there briefly? Okay, no, no, no. God, leave it. Don't go there. The Bible says God had respect on Abel's offering, and He had respect toward Abel and his offering. In other words, He respected the offering and He respected the man. Why? Now, you, in, the, in the book of Genesis, the Bible doesn't give you detail. Now, you come to, to the faith chapter in, 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 in Hebrew chapter 11. The Bible says, by faith, Abel offered. And even when he died, he lived. The only way to continue living after you have gone is through faith. The just shall live by faith. Why faith? Because we are justified by faith. Romans chapter 5 verse 1. Put the amplified now. Kidaro suze predegia lagitos kalamanta tegilo otakanta Therefore since we are justified acquitted, declared righteous and given a right standing with God through faith. Let us grasp, grasp the fact that we have the peace of reconciliation to hold and to enjoy peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ, the Messiah, the Anointed One. Can you put King James? I want to explain something. You know, to these days, because there is a lot of information about the last days, what, what, people are putting all sorts of information there that are, instead of building people's faith, it is crushing people's faith. They are telling you God is judging you. <laughs> Let me tell you, the life of faith does not need to be a life of struggle. Feed your spirit with the word of God and go out and live it. The, the trouble the church have today is because the church wants to relate experience 
judge the word of God based on experience. Instead of judging their experience in the light of God's word. Those are not the same. If you're judging the word of God with your experience, you're wrong. You're wrong. Even ministers have become suspicious. They think everybody is sinning in the congregation. You see, if you think about people sinning, you will get revelation of sin. You dream about people sinning. You know, I had a beautiful, before I woke up to pray, I had a beautiful dream. We were having a lot of money. Eh? Well, money. Eh? One of the men of God, I was with him in the dream. And, another, and we were just getting money. And so, what two big bunches of money. Okay, let me leave that. Let me get back here. <laughs> Therefore, being justified by faith, we have peace with God. We have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. We have peace. Now, tell me, let us, let us understand. When I say I have peace with her, how can I judge her? Then you go to verse 19. The Bible says God was in Christ, reconciling the world unto himself, not imputing their trespasses unto them. Okay, so if you got this revelation that God is judging the, the church, what is your scriptural basis? Because the scripture tells us to judge all things, to test prophecies. Now you brought this, when we judge in the light of the scriptures, with the New Testament revelation of the provision of the, the, the gospel of Christ, we don't see that understanding. You know, in the court of law, there is what is called having a, a, the, the case having a standing. If the case doesn't have standing, they dismiss it with cost. They say, ah, ah. You are just making noise. You go. Your case does not have a basis. Everything that anybody tells you, let it up a scriptural base. Especially now that you are the just, it must have a New Testament witness. The Bible only lets us know about judging ourselves to see if we are in faith. Not even judging one another. It doesn't give you that ground to judge another person. No. It doesn't let you know that God is judging you. No. There it beats the, the, the whole essence of Christ coming. He came to save the world. Even John 3, 16 and 17 let you know. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believed in him should not perish but have eternal life. He said, God did not send his son, verse 17, God did not send his son to condemn the world but that the world through him might be saved. Now, where is the judgment coming from? Right. So we have peace with God. I don't know. Maybe some people have another God. But for me, the one I believe in, I have peace with Him. I am never at war with Him. I will never be at war with Him. He is my Father. Do you know what judgment is? There's a difference between discipline and judgment. I can discipline my children. But judgment, do you know what judgment is? Why faith? Verse 2 of the same book. Verse 2. Why faith? Because we can only access grace through faith. We can only access grace through faith. And as long as you are the righteous, as long as you are the new creation, you, can, you will only become what God has created you to be by the grace. Paul said it in first. 1 Corinthians 15 verse 10. He said, I am who I am by the grace of God. He said, I labored more abundantly than they all. Yet not I, but the grace. But how did Paul access those grace? Through faith. Look at that. He said, by whom also we have access. By Christ also we have access by faith. Hallelujah. By whom? 
also we have access by faith into this grace wherein we stand. He was standing into a, a certain dimension of grace. He said we have accessed this grace that I have accessed this grace that I'm standing on now by faith. And rejoice in hope of the glory of God. He said by whom also we access. By whom also we have access. We have access. We have access to. There is no grace that you don't have access to. We have access. He didn't say we will have access. He said we have access. Because according to the scripture, Romans chapter 12 verse 3, they have given to you the measure of faith. Now, that measure of faith, that has, the measure of faith that has been given to you is a seed. Meaning, at that level, you can, can only access a seed measure of grace. Because as you grow in knowledge, as you grow in faith, remember faith comes by hearing and hearing God's word. Glory to Jesus. Faith comes by hearing and by hearing God's word. Meaning, as faith is coming, grace is being multiplied. As you grow in faith, grace is being multiplied. Because grace and peace is multiplied. Even the peace we saw in verse 1, there are different levels of peace. Because if it can be multiplied, then it is measurable. It is measurable. There are people who, even if they have no coin in their pocket, they will go to sleep and sleep the whole night without thinking. They are the father. Why? Because they have reached a certain level of peace in God. They know. They know that He is my sustenance. Oh, hallelujah. But there are also believers who need to pray in tongues for many hours to have the peace to sleep. When they know the landlord is coming. Now, look at this. Look at this. Peter was going to be beheaded the next day. It took the angel to wake him up by beating him. That is a level of peace that the man has attained. And he is the one who said grace and peace. I mean, he is the one who said grace be multiplied. Grace, I mean, he said uh, grace and, no, no, no. Uh, uh, grow in grace. He is the one who said grow in grace. And in the knowledge. In other words, he has grown in, a, in grace to a certain level. That is not concerned about death. Uh, you know, you can reach a point where you are not concerned about dying. You're not, you are not sensitive to death. You are sensitive to life. Because life describes you. Life, oh, by a kataba. That's what happened to John. They took John into a boiling oil and he refused to die. Because he was not thinking death. The Bible said the expectation of the righteous shall not be cut short. Now, John was thinking about divine life. He said, this is a testimony that God had given us eternal life. And this life is in his son. He said, he that has the son has life. He that had not the son of God had not life. He said, in case you don't know, let me remind you. This thing have I written unto you. That you may know that you have eternal life. That you may know that you have eternal life. So they took the guy in a burning oil. He said, God does not burn. God does not burn. God does not drown. God walk on water. <laughs> ah, ha, ha, ha. Why faith? Because we have access through faith into the grace. So, this is a year of great grace. But how do you walk in this great grace? Without understanding faith. You must understand the principle and the practice of faith. The principle. It's not enough to know the principle. You must go to practice it. Glory to Jesus. So that, you, as, you, as, you, as you ascend in, the, in grace, <laughs> as you mar- now, the pastor is not the one multiplying the grace upon your life. You are multiplying the grace upon your life. The level you are at will determine the, the level of 
of acceptability you walk in. The level you are will determine the level of favor that you walk in. The level you are at will determine the level of the manifestation of the gift of God. Brothers and sisters, let us not frustrate the gift of the, the grace of God in this year 2021. He told us that great grace is the grace of grace in action, grace in motion, motion and action. It's not a domicile grace. It's not a grace that is quiet in the corner of a house. No, it's the grace that is busy. That the scripture described their father in spirit. Doing the work of God. You can't be quiet. You must be a talker. Hallelujah. Talking God's word. Praying God's word. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So as you multiply this grace, you just realize that you are at another level of liberality. You are just so generous. Hallelujah. You are so generous. You can say thank you anytime. Not like the, the, in 2020. You are just joyous. You are walking in a certain class of joy. What Peter, uh, 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 Peter called it joy unspeakable, undescribable, unexplainable. Joy unspeakable and full of glory. That is the one that was Peter had access to joy unspeakable and full of glory. Hallelujah. No wonder he appeared the way he was on the day that the night of his execution. The man was asleep. Even when he was walking, he was still sleeping. What a peace. How do you know? The Bible says so. That when he was out, he thought he was dreaming. You can only think that you are dreaming when you are sleeping. Meaning he was still sleepy. If he was not sleepy, he would have known that, hey, this is rescue. <laughs> Hallelujah. So the more you grow it, the more you grow that grace. Okay, the more you grow your faith, the more that grace. It's as though it is as though it is as though you are being taken to different flow in either an office or the apartment or hotels you're going to sleep in. They are hotels of different levels. There are five star hotel, there are zero star hotel, there is one star hotel, the two stars, two star, whatever star. And the star determine the cost. If you go and eat in a five stars hotel and go to a kafunda, there will be a much big difference. You will never forget. The first time I went for a prayer breakfast in Serena Hotel, my life never changed. I prayed better when I came out. Oh, I said, Lord, is this what you do for your servant? Do you know breakfast? Have you ever gone for breakfast in Serena Hotel? He, he, he has been there. Five star hotel. Or maybe others five star hotel. Man. Ah, I ate. I didn't ask what is this. I just ate everything. I started saying, According to your word. According to your promises, I can stand secure because I was secure. I was eating. I, no, you know, you are eating without being suspected. You know, when you're the one paying, you eat sparingly. <laughs> I was eating because I knew I was not the one paying. It has been paid for. Glory to Jesus. So, grace. Growing in grace, it is as though you are climbing. They are taking you through it. You come to second level. You embark. You build your level. And they say, no, you are not now for second level. Get up to third level. But sometimes you can skip that fourth, fifth. You go to the seventh level. Depending on how fast you are picking this information from the Spirit. Remember, listen. I told you last Sunday 
there is a big difference between reading the scripture and coming to the knowledge of the truth. What builds faith is coming to the knowledge of the truth. He said, I will that men be saved. Not only to remain at the level of being saved. Many Christians are just saved. They have never come to the knowledge of the truth. Very many. There's a big difference between being born again and coming to the knowledge of the truth. When you come to the knowledge of the truth, you become a master. First Timothy chapter 2, I think it is verse 4. I will that men be saved. Who will have all men to be saved? He said, it is the will of God for all men to be saved. Now, the last part is when, what no, many people don't pay attention. He will, it is his will that all men be saved. But it does not only will them to be saved and remain being saved. He will that all men be saved and to come unto the knowledge of the truth. That word knowledge is epignosis. The exact, can you put the amplified? So, faith only comes when you have, when the truth has contact with your spirit. When there is a revelation of the truth in your spirit. Not when you read the Bible. Otherwise everybody would be having giant faith. Every one of us here read the Bible. Not so. You read the Bible. Even some of you read it before you came here. Didn't you? You read the Bible throughout last year. Didn't you? At least in a day or maybe once a week you read it. Didn't you? Then why didn't your faith work? Because there is a difference between reading and coming to the knowledge. Look at that. He said, Who wishes all men to be saved and increasingly to perceive and recognize and discern and know precisely and correctly the divine truth? Precisely and correctly the divine truth. So, faith only comes when you have come to the precise, concise, and correct knowledge of divine truth. Until that become a light in your spirit above divine health, you will be sickly and weak. But the day that light of divine health dawn on your spirit, no matter how pain, much pain you have in your, in your body, you will know that you know that you know that you know that the pain is a lie. And what you know is the truth. Palegetobaha. When it is given to you about finances, you never walk to the bank to borrow. Because you know that the whole earth is the Lord and its fullness thereof. Therefore, I don't need to borrow if I am a son. Meaning, I have access to what goes on. The Bible says, if you be Christ, then ye are Abraham's seed. If seed, then heirs. Join air with Christ. So if Christ can withdraw anytime he wants, then I can withdraw anytime I want. Why? Because I'm a joint heir. Glory to Jesus. Why faith? The last one, number five. Because without faith, it is impossible to please God. Without faith, it is impossible to please God. Hebrews chapter 11 verse 6. Tagabaha sadaba. Hebrew 11 verse 6. He said, But without faith it is impossible to please him. For he who comes to him must believe that he is and that he is the rewarder of those who diligently seek him. He that comes to him must believe that he is. He is, not he was. He is. Because faith is, faith is not worse. Faith is not shall. Faith is. He must know that he is, not he will be, not he was. He is. Be. But without faith, it is impossible. Can you imagine you are moving with somebody who is displeased with you? 
how that journey would be. That's the experience of many Christians. That's why they don't hear the voice of the Holy Ghost. Pray, 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 but no, the, the voice of the Holy Ghost is not heard. Have you ever been in a prayer meeting? People pray and they don't hear God. You ask them, what has God spoken? Zero. If that happened in three prayer meetings, I will run away from that crowd. Yeah, because you should hear God when you pray. Either for yourself, for the congregation, or for the family, or something. You must hear God. If you are praying and not hearing God, that's not prayer. That is prayer. You are not, a, you are not praying, you are playing. You can play without knowing, by the way. Any prayer where the voice of God does not come is playing. Don't deceive yourself. What is prayer? Prayer is communication with God. With God. With what? It is not communication. You are not informing God. He knows what you know. Some of you, your prayer is information. It's not, it's not prayer. It is informing God. So if you are informing God, you are playing. Why? Because he knows what you are telling him. The power of prayer is in the voice that comes from heaven. Not what you say. The power of prayer is not in the length. It is in the voice that comes from heaven to you. It is not in the emotion. It is not in the shouting. It is not in the jumping. It is not in the excitement. It is in the voice that comes back to you. Watching the life of Moses when he appeared, when the burning bush appeared, was not the fire, was not the burning bush. It was the voice of God. 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 What made the ministry or what make the ministry ministry is the voice of God. What make a prophetic ministry is the voice of God. The voice of God came. And the voice of God came in the garden. The voice of God was walking in the garden. Mercy is not in prayer. It is in the voice. If you pray without hearing, you are playing without knowing. Save your valuable time. That is why you need strategies to pray effectively. Strategic prayer is a prayer when you, your prayer is drawn from God's word, not from the feeling. If you are praying because of the feeling, your feeling is open. Oh, God heal me. God heal me. But what does the word of God say? Does it say that God, you should ask God to heal you? No. Does it say so? When you say God heal me, he's not knowing, he doesn't know what you're talking about. So if you're sensitive enough, when they say, oh God heal me, God, God is talking to you and telling you, uh, change the prayer. That prayer was for many generations ago. Now you, change it. The problem, I'm telling you, why many people, when you correct them in church, they got angry because they are not hearing God. Oh, some have believed in a life for long and they, they settled. Pass me not a gentle Savior. Pass me not. Hear my humble cry. It sounds nice. I've refused to sing that song again in my life as long as I live. Even if my father in faith starts singing, I'll keep quiet. I'm not protesting him. I respect and honor him, but I will keep quiet. Pass me not. I carry him in him, in me. Scripture says so. That greater is he that is in me. Now, how is he going to pass you when he's in you? So, are you, are you saying you, you are passing yourself? Pass me not. It sounds religiously correct, sanctimonious, right? But it's not, it is doctrinally contradicting. Guys, build your entire life on the word, not on feelings. Not on feelings. Draw me close to you. It sounds so nice. Never let me go, but it's in you. Where is he going to, how close is he going to draw you? How close? Draw me close. We used to sing and cry a lot. 
our eyes will then change red. Your all I want. Your all I ever needed. Until you hear God telling you, Dummy, stop singing that song. You will sing it as long as you want to sing it. Just, just think about it. Think about it. Unless we are saying God is a liar. Unless we are saying God is a liar. But he said that he that is joined to the Lord is one spirit. How, how much is he going to draw you to him when you are one? That is why the revelation of Zoe needs to concentrate the church. It needs to change you until this light of eternal light change you. You will be singing those songs. For all I want, for all, you're the air I breathe, you're holy. What? Some part is good, some part is not. Because it is not the hair you breathe. Glory to Jesus. If you want your faith to be built on the word, then go for the word. And refuse to accept this song that destroys your faith. Do you know when you start singing, draw me close to you, you are simply saying that is not in you. Okay? You are saying he's not in me. So I'm trying to get him. I'm trying to convince him. How much can you convince him? How much? Let me tell you. When he came from heaven, he came on his own accord. You, no man convinced him to come. And no man will ever convince him to come. He's in heaven. The Holy Ghost is here. If you cannot be satisfied with First John chapter 4 verse 4, then your problem is not soluble. You are on your own. Even the pastor can't help you. Because let me tell you, I cannot give you more than what God can give, or has already done. Anything outside what God has said, aha, I surrender. I surrender all. <laughs> I surrender all. Because aha, I can't. I cannot. I can't do beyond what He has provided. The scripture is very clear. Read the epistles. The epistle will show you what, who you are in Christ and what Christ is to you. What you, your estate and your states. Stop singing songs that are going to destroy your faith. Do you know there, there is what is called faith destroyers? Songs of unbelief. Songs of doubt. You sing a song and it crash everything that is in you. But you've been meditating. You, you're wondering where did this whole thing go away? I've just been... The song. The song. The songs. So you are gravitating between two different opinions. It is an opinion that is coming and say, I agree. I didn't come, I agree. I agree. I agree. I agree. I agree. I agree. So it becomes a song. I agree. I agree. I agree. I agree. <laughs> You read the scripture, say you are one with him, I agree. You are a member of his body, of his flesh, and of his bone, I agree. Draw me close to you, I agree. Pass me not, I agree. So, you are in a, in a running. Um, I, I think that should, should stop. It should stop. God wants his children to, to take charge. Let me tell you, God will still manifest. Even when our Theology is not correct. That's the truth. We used to minister to the sick with this very understanding, which I'm telling you now, you should drop. And the sick will get healed. will cast out the devil and the demon will go. So, the justification of wrong should not be on the result you are producing. Your justification should be the scripture. I will close with this. Last week I was having a chat with one of my colleagues and we were discussing something from the scripture. 
And he was clearly bringing something. And I asked him, can you give me biblical backing of what you are bringing? He's a Christian. He's born again. My colleague, I hope he's, he might be watching me. He couldn't. He said, this person is a pastor. Who wrote. I said, it doesn't matter. Can you give me scriptures? Being a pastor does not substitute God's word. Being an apostle does not mean you should change what God has said. You may be a prophet. Telling the sacred courts of the ship where somebody keeps his money in his house does not change the truth that God's word is forever settled in heaven. Forever. It's not good. It is forever settled. Settled. You know when something is settled. In the construction, we say the foundation has settled. It means it's not moving now. It's not moving. It has, it has taken its seat. The word has forever settled. Forever. Tomorrow it will be settled. The next day it will be settled. Yesterday it was settled. It was settled. If they say the case was settled, it means there is no case. Okay? So, this thing is a settled case. Now, you settle with what is settled. I please settle with this one. Settle with this one. They are saying, <laughs> accept what has been settled. Okay? So, you settle with the word. When you settle with the word, you enjoy all the dignity and the glory therein. You enjoy everything that the gospel has provided for you. Oh, hallelujah.